So I'm 32 years old and I'm just now, after years of work, um, discovering the true depth of pain that I've felt and maybe ignored. Not maybe, I've definitely ignored in my life. About a year ago, um, I decided to put my leadership on hold. I was leading men's groups, I was coaching, and I was helping people do transformational work. Yet something happened and I I noticed I was still operating unconsciously on top of some shadows. And so I made a decision to look at the depth of energetic pool I mean that P-U-L-L not necessarily like a swimming pool but it really fits in both uh, with both words the energetic pool that my unconscious was having on me and that sent me down into the depths of pain that maybe I knew subconsciously or part of me knew was there but I was continuing to not address, continuing to numb and ignore, out of sight, out of mind. If you, you know, I think this is something we all can do. If we, if there's something we don't understand or don't know how to address, we can completely look the other way, and that keeps us from having any responsibility for that thing. <clears throat> and that's what I noticed I was doing. So after I, I swore off my leadership uh, and swore myself into actually feeling the depth of of my pain uh, I started to notice how much of an impact leaving it under the surface was causing me on top of that I started to recognize in men as I would walk through the store walk through the gym I could see in the eyes of other men how much pain they were experiencing and not acknowledging. After, of course, starting this work on myself, I found also that I'm more sensitive to men, <clears throat> uh, men committing suicide. And obviously, death of any form can be... Um, tragic and, and painful but I've noticed as I touch more consciously on the pain within me that I recognize how I could get to that place and it hurts to see other men taking that path and not having other options and so part of this video is inspired for lack of a better word by the amount of pain <clears throat> I think we we feel as or we don't feel as men to be quite frank and I want to speak on one particular pain uh, in this video and I will continue to expand on the other avenues that we find impact our lives so we live in a world where seemingly everything we could possibly need is at the reach of our fingers we can order food we can order something off Amazon we can apply for a job we can work on our phones we can work online whatever like whatever we need at least 
where I'm from in the United States, like if you need something, it's here. We're not fighting for our survival. We're not scrambling to figure out where we're going to get our next meal fun from most of us, right? <clears throat> Yet there is a deep longing, a deep desperation, despair inside the hearts of many men. And although that can be wide ranging <clears throat> for every person, I believe there's one thing in particular that we are not addressing as a society, and that is purpose. I not only believe that every man is built to exert his mind and his body into a worthy cause, but I think it is a basic fundamental level for men creating fulfillment in their lives. So it would make sense if we live in this world where most things are easily accessible and we don't really have to try to survive. It's just all taken care of to some degree. Uh, so it would make sense that we would feel like some part of us is inactive or missing. There might be this void there. And it needs to be addressed. We need to find each of us has a responsibility, if this rings true for you, to address this within ourselves and start working on chipping away at the necessary parts of ourselves so that we can be an influential man. And I don't mean the, the problem with these types of conversations, especially in the YouTube personal development realm, is that immediately ejects the most men into these fantasies of these gigantic things that they have to do. Rock star, speaker, um, movie star, whatever. Gigantic Fortune 500 business. It, it's easy to say, you know, we've got to work on having an impact in the world and for us to, to go to this giant thing that we need to do. And really, for me, what I think is most important is finding a way to have impact in your sphere. And quite frankly, the next level of that belief for me is as you do create integrity and impact in that sphere, you are honored with a bigger sphere. And so maybe at some point you do find yourself with an organization or a community that you have uh, a large impact on. But really at the end of the day, <clears throat> it starts with where you are and the fence around your home now whatever that is for you it might include your parents your sisters it might just be a, a partner it might be you and your animal it might be children whatever is in your sphere right now how do you chip away at the man that you tend to be habitually and start to unearth the man of integrity that you know is in there and if you're watching this you know it's in there because you have this battle all the time i would imagine where you're like oh i i see all of these people doing incredible things in the world and i know somewhere within me that i'm capable of doing those things yet i'm not right and this is the battle we face so i want to touch on how we get there to be more purposeful more in, more in integrity with who we are authentically in the world in our small or large communities 
And I also want to talk about a couple misconceptions when it comes to purpose. So I'll start with the misconception that really hung me up. Um, I really got hung up on when I first started being exposed to this idea of purpose. I was in a program with John Wineland and that year, one of the bigger discussions we were having as a group was discovering and fine-tuning our purpose amongst men. And I had a very similar feeling to that of being a 16-year-old boy in high school thinking, okay, great, you motherfuckers are telling me that I have to uh, figure out what major. I have to go to college and I also have to choose what refined major that I'm going to follow for the rest of my life. And it was so frustrating. It's like, you're asking me, a, a young man who's just discovering himself, himself to, to put myself into a tiny box and then tell myself to do that forever. It just didn't make sense to me. I couldn't articulate that then, but looking back, that's exactly how it felt. And as I was exposed to this idea of purpose, that's how I felt at first. The metaphor I want to draw with this conversation is that of an axe, sharpening an axe and using an axe to slice through a piece of wood or a tree or using ourselves, sharpening ourselves to slice through life, right? The bullshit, the meaningless stuff. And if we take this idea and we use it to look at a purpose, I think it creates a better timeline for any man at any age to come to terms that uh, this might be a path for him of, of searching for and refining his purpose because when you buy an axe that didn't just appear out of nowhere didn't just you know show up in the store and now you buy an axe there were months or years of shaping that it took to get this axe with this sharp point ready to be utilized purposefully. So in the beginning, it starts with mining, right? You have to dig into the earth. You might even have explosions to blow the iron ore out of the earth. And then you take the iron ore and whatever other rocks are you know, attached to it and you have to start separating. So there's a grinding and a smashing and a separation process and an isolation process where you start to um, just, you get to the point where you just have iron ore. And through a process of uh, melting down and you might have to add other elements to take that iron ore to make it into steel. And you have to mold it and you have to shape it and then you have a piece of steel so from the moment and you could even go back as far as what formed the iron ore in the earth in the millions of years that it might have taken to form that there and we can look at our lineage as men but now you've got this this block of steel and even then you've got this strong metal and it's not ready to chop down a tree. It's not ready to work its way through a log so that you can heat your home. You then have to chip away at the rough edges and slowly work your way down to a point until it's ready to then be used 
as an axe. And this is the mistake I think we make when it comes to purpose. We think I've got to choose my, my purpose forever. And somehow this guy that I am today, who is flawed and really has no idea who he is, kind of has an idea, but it kind of flip flops from day to day. How am I supposed to say, this is my purpose and then go live it for the rest of my life? Well, that's not the point. We need the mining. We need the explosions. We need the melting, the separating, and we need to chip away at the rough edges. So your purpose from day to day shifts. It can shift from day to day, from year to year. Right now I'm mining. Right now I'm molding. Right now I'm adding things. Right now I'm shaping, I'm, I'm chipping away. And so we have to learn if we want to be purposeful, if we want to follow that direction in our lives, we have to learn to listen to those clues or those hints or maybe not so subtle um, voices uh, the divine essence that that is directing us in our path and we, we can discuss whether it's divine we can discuss whether it comes from your subconscious but let's just agree for a moment to to say that there's a possibility that i can be led if i pay enough attention by something uh, that is connected to my authenticity, whether that be your subconscious, your higher self, or God. The next step is how do we get there? How do we get there to be led so that that direction can be given to us? And again, it's not like we're going to get there and then follow that path forever. This is a practice of listening for clarity on a daily basis so that we can refine and redirect when necessary. I wanna break it down to just a few simple steps that I use when I'm unclear, when life starts to feel jagged and painful, if I need to resuscitate the higher consciousness within myself, there's just a few ways um, that any man with no practice whatsoever in this realm can utilize to get there. The first thing, I'll call it detox. I know this has various connotations, whether that be with drugs or, uh, or whatever, but this is, this is, it's a legitimate term I think to use here because we are taking in all kinds of inputs and our consciousness is being shaped by those inputs. So it's very easy to understand that if you're watching, for instance, a TV and the same ad is running over and over again, that it would influence your decisions as a man the things that they're saying in that ad, or if somebody's constantly yelling at you and, and demeaning you, that it would change your understanding of yourself and your, uh, the feedback that your, your mind or your consciousness would give would have, would be, um, affected by these things. So there's, there's a, a phase, phase one of detox, where we are looking at the things that we're putting in our lives, whether they be relationships, whether they be media or entertainment, whether it be food, uh, porn, you name it. We all have our ways that we keep ourselves busy and um, neglect that deeper calling within ourselves. And we have to put those aside for some period of time. You. <laughs> you'll you'll find that this <clears throat> transition can happen rather quickly. It's not like you need to take a year away from these things. 
you can set some of these things aside. Um, if you if you don't feel like you're able to do every single negative or numbing behavior and put that aside, choose a top two, top three, and and for a few days or for a few weeks. The second piece is once we're detoxed from these things, once our mind is has been cleansed, um, so to speak, from from some of these inputs, then we need to start getting one isolated and two in nature these could be two separate things but i'm just putting them as one thing go be alone in nature in the woods Um, there's a few things that happens here of course being alone um, that's another part of the detoxing but two when you stay in nature long enough whether that be sitting in the woods whether that be swimming in a river uh, when you are in nature long enough and i'm telling you it takes less than an hour really to start feeling the effects of this your body your mind will take on the energetic signature the resonance of nature and we all know that nature moves much slower than the societies that most of us live in you detox you put some of these things aside go be alone in nature an hour a week an hour a day 30 minutes a day 20 minutes a day whatever you can swing within your your schedule and start to isolate and uh, drop in to the speed of nature. Start to spread your consciousness further than just what you experience on a day-to-day basis. And the third element that I'll put here is to find men that you trust that you can use to sharpen your purpose to sharpen you as a man and to sharpen your purpose. So yes, we can go and detox from these things, these inputs that are leading us astray in all these different directions. Yes, we can go be alone in nature and then we can take what we find from that experience and put it into action into the world. And we will, we will find value and fulfillment in doing these things. Yet we can also find men who are sharpening themselves on a similar path and utilize that connection, that relationship to better fine tune or maybe even um, expedite to some degree some of the shaping that we're going to be doing on our purpose. I hope this all makes sense. Again, it's, it's very clear that men are in pain. It's very clear that we're not always experiencing that pain. And to me, I believe a large portion, a significant portion of that pain comes from us feeling useless. The antidote to that is discovering how we uniquely have something to offer to the world from the way we've been raised, from the experiences we've had, from the DNA that's been passed down. There is something unique that we have to offer to our community within our reach. And we have to be conscious and deliberate and connecting with that authenticity, that purpose in order to bring it to the world. And we constantly have to be returning to that place that gave us that insight, that gave us that understanding of our purpose in order to refine, shape, and redirect just in case those inputs start to bring us off course again. 
And these are just a few ways, few ways to do it. Get rid of some of those things that um, are negatively feeding your mind. And in that same vein, you can add things that positively feed your mind. Spend time alone. Spend time in nature. Let your body settle into the speed of the earth. Let your body connect to that speed. And then finally, surround yourself with men who can sharpen you. Join a men's group. Ask a few buddies if they want to meet once a week and have conversations about purpose or accountability or personal integrity. And start to use these things to shape your life. I hope this helps. Uh, I'm always interested in conversations around this. So if there are things that you heard here that sparked conflict within your own perception of the world, I'd love to hear it. If there are things that were new to you here that resonated, you felt something deep within you kind of vibing with what I said, I'd love to hear it. And you can utilize the comments below to talk about some of those things. As always, if you can subscribe, thank you. No, not if you can subscribe. If you want to subscribe, if this brings value, then please click the subscribe button. You can like the video as well. Until next time.